Hello um, and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming. Alana is sick edition. Mm. I, thought the, I thought you said the ultimates. No. <laughs> and today we're talking about Stargirl episode 12, the penultimate episode. Oh, Jesus. Of right. the series. Oh, gosh. And we are also playing Golf with Friends because they no! are. Can see we have Matt, Zach, Jay, Rob, and a lot. Hello, friends. Hello. Oh, my Hello. God. I keep fucking up. Okay, so. We're jumping right in here. We begin with a flashback of Dolores Winter. Oh, I love this. I actually really like this. Really? I feel like it didn't tell us anything new. Uh, no, it was great. Why? I was like, I don't know. I was just, she was kind of hot. It was different. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like the aesthetic, the black and white aesthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys like the reference to Congo Bell? Who? Congo Bell. Oh, oh, is that the, um, the... The guy who found the albino gorilla. He I, found it. Th there's a part where the part where she's talking to Dragon King about her new body. She has like a slip of paper that has describes oh the albino God, right. gorilla. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it says Congo Bill found this. Congo Bill is like an old DC Comics character How that I only know because they made a hero clicks. Oh, there it is. There's the secret <laughs> hole. Yeah, Zach <laughs> found, found it. it. Yeah. Zach found it's it on it's purpose. The yeah. It's the middle one. <laughs> Yeah, so I like that. Right there. Oh yeah, there you go. Is that any faster though? But the 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 main reason we have that scene is uh they have it so she can say, This is going to be fun, and then it gets called back at the end for the dumb audience that can't figure stuff that can't figure stuff out. If, yeah. if you haven't figured it out by now, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Stargirl expects uh, a very intelligent audience. <laughs> I, yeah, I also like how Dragon King was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in turn sets up the reveal. Yep. Yeah. Like they, they're all friends. They're all BFF. Mm. BFF. What the heck? How are we supposed to do this? Oh boy. So, uh, yeah. So moving along, we get a scene with Artemis and Starman, where he says, "I'm, I'm going to kill him for you." Yeah, and they, they also, it's, is this. Actually, before that, they have a, a little family get-together. And it seems like there was a little bit of a miscommunication on the part of the writer's staff for Dargirl because the previous episode was all about like this like moral conundrum of whether you should trust Jordan or not when he says he's going to be good. And then, But then at the beginning of this episode, they're all just like, so we all know that Icicle's evil, right? Okay, great. Yeah, like mom comes in and she's just like, fuck that. And they're like, she's oh, yeah. Not be okay. allowed to live. Yeah. Well, she says the obvious thing, which is he clearly did not kill the Crocs in self defense, which she lied about, which is what I said. Well, they spent a whole episode pretending like there was an actual conundrum to be had. Well, I mean, right. Barbara specifically is the one person who would absolutely be like, fuck that. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Everyone yeah. else kind of, sort of, could got probably history. see a. Like giving them pass, but like, yeah, Barbara's the one that would be like, no, I will stab you all. You do Certainly. not give this man a pass. <laughs> well, certainly, I was glad that that moral hand wringing was over. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was not happy to, I'm not unhappy to see a leave. What the fuck? How can I get in this hole? Dump. <coughs> okay. Oh, so, so. Ah. So this episode, they they finally are moving along the whole Rick uh, addiction thing. Right. Yeah. Class. yeah. The Rick addiction storyline. Yeah. Um, he's going through withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, I like that part where he takes oh. off the hourglass and he's I, the guy can take it off every time I want. He takes it off and he's in like blinding, incredible pain. <laughs> they did a I good job depicting that visually. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's like it's a metaphor. <laughs> did you guys like the part where Sylvester goes? So th this part is interesting with the part where he goes and he talks to the JSA about how it's like supposed to be foreshadowing that he's not coming back. And he talks to them about how they should expand the JSA and find right. the Adams kid and Sand Sandman's nephew and the Spectre and mm. Dr. Fate and all this stuff. So why would the ultra humanite want them to do that? So you could so, kill him. No, no, no. So I was actually reading about this on Reddit. Oh, yeah. Of course. And, and they, were talking, <laughs> they were talking about how, well, actually, this doesn't really totally answer the question. But the ultra humanite wants to be like the big damn hero. He wants to be adored. Every wants everyone to love him, like the movie star, wow. Dolores. So maybe yeah. all if, the attention. If they get all the JSA together, he can kill him, and then he's the only hero. Maybe, 
But I agree, it doesn't really make that much sense. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, it would make sense. It would make more sense if we're trying to figure out what his big plan is. Like, if he, if he, like, he's already kind of adored because he's Star Man, right? Right, well, but that's right. only a recent development, right? But he came back and they all like love him so much. He's part of the JSA and he's it's a one big family. But he's not. They're they're not the public. I I must confess, I'm not really sure where you guys are getting this idea that he wants to be loved. He says it at the end when he's talking to when he's burying Pat. He says when he's monologuing. Yeah, when he has <laughs> yeah. his villain monologue, he talks about it. Okay, I I thought he was just lying. Uh, well, he lying I mean, about the soup. I think it's pretty poignant considering like his point about like when i was an actress and everyone loved me i miss that it's yeah mm. okay it, th that part makes sense that he would want that but it seems like he kind of already has it right well now he does right because he... that's what the, that's the why he targeted starman mm. well but other before that like yeah he wanted all the power like he thought that what he wanted was power hence he went after that <laughs> the body. Gorilla. The gorilla. Yeah. My theory is the ridiculous. Then you get the adoration, and then you get the women. <laughs> the, the ultra humanoid story. I always figured he um he wanted to find the families because he wanted to kill them because he's just so evil. Uh, uh I don't yes. I, I don't know, maybe. I don't really <laughs> get it. that seems more like in character <laughs> Sylvester than something the ultra humanite would want to do. But but also maybe he was acting like Sylvester in that part because in that part at the end we see this whole like Sylvester's body is making him think he actually is Sylvester. Oh, right. there's a little bit of that. Maybe he was channeling that at that point. Yeah, maybe know. his brain isn't quite gone. We'll talk about that at some we'll talk You're... about that when we get to the end, the big <laughs> reveal at the end. Um, so yeah, so, so Sylvester also does the classic thing where he's super mean to Pat to try to push him away. So that way he won't, <laughs> Pat won't help him. I right. feel like this is a real CW plot. Never forget. This is a CW show. <laughs> they won't ever let you forget. Oh, but he's like, super, he's super mean to him. It's like ridiculous. Yep. But he says, I mean, he says true things though. He's like, he is a sidekick. He's telling me, <laughs> where's the lie? <laughs> he, mm. he, I mean, I don't know about the getting him killed part, but he did put a bunch of kids in harm's way. He was kind of a loser. Oh, <laughs> like I they mean, did kind of treat him as like a joke. You certainly can see that in the flashbacks. No. Right? Well, everybody's yeah. nice to Stripe seeing the flashbacks, except for Starman. So right, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, how are you uh, supposed to do this? You just got to hit the angle correctly. You just got to be good. Ah, thanks. For the advice. So Courtney stands, <laughs> Courtney stands up for Pat, which we would expect her to. And then mm -hmm. the staff like chooses Sylvester over her. Yep. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, what a, what a dick move. It's going to be real kick in the ovaries if you're her. <laughs> you know, there was barely any star girl in this episode. Yes. I know. Which is just as well because she spends all her time looking sad. It's really annoying. It's not like the show's ending. Yeah, she's just like, I'm sad. Well, like, of course she's sad. I mean, she's basically spent no time this season in costume twirling the staff around and doing gymnast stuff, which is like one of the cooler parts of the show. I agree. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, okay, so we also reset the counter. We had somebody say, I lied to protect you. Well, oh, yeah. was he lied to protect you, but close enough, I say. Totally. God damn it. Uh, okay, so... So Starman is going to go no. off and fight Jordan by himself. And, and to me, I thought the reveal was going to be that it was a trap. It's like, oh, his, his whole family's gone. He's going to be alone in the house. It was a trap. But not for, well, not for, not for Jordan. Not for Starman. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a trap for Starman. But not for Starman, yeah. Call an ambulance, but not for me. So what was... So did they... Oh, goddammit. Did they assume... So what was Starman's plan, or Ultra Humanized plan? Was he just assume, assuming Pat would follow him? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's like a little bit of a. Uh... He knows Pat better than anyone. That's <laughs> he, why he did so all those smart. interviews. Yeah, I guess so. It seems a little bit of like a um, <coughs> the the thing where the hero, the villain, is all knowing and all powerful until the I end found the crab. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get to it. I don't think you need to be all knowing and all powerful to figure out that Pat would follow. Was, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it wasn't like he was all powerful. It was. Just the fact that he knew enough to fool him because 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't seem like he knew every little hint, but like Pat and Courtney both freely give once you're in their circle. So like, you didn't really have to. <laughs> I feel like he did so much work when he could have just been like, hello, and they would have just told them everything. Well, you know, I'm glad you say that, Jay, because I really appreciated this reveal. It explains why he came back from the dead in a more satisfying way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I thought the staff keeping him alive was really stupid. <laughs> and it's not great that the staff preserved his body, but it's better. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the staff body. preserving his body. And Bobby, in fact, I, that's probably what's going to happen to Pat. You think so? Mm-hmm. The staff is going to preserve Pat's body? Yeah, he's going to keep him from suffocating. Jay, what are we supposed to do here? Get in the hole. Get okay. good. I can't. <laughs> uh, okay, but yeah, so getting back in line. So we have the, the JSA All-Stars, and Jakeem is wearing the zebra jacket. <laughs> okay. What is up with that? He's a nerd. What? I don't get it. He's not cool. He doesn't well, wear cool he's clothes. He's hideous. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nothing or- Mike wears is particularly nice either. <laughs> yeah, but this is particularly <laughs> bad. What but the heck? You know, it's cool to like Gen Z. I mean, maybe we're the old, old ones. Yeah, Zach, maybe you're the one out of touch. Yeah. If, if that's true, then I'm happy. Me. <laughs> Jay is always in touch. The kids that are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, did so, you guys get up there? Does, and then doesn't Mike say something about, like, it's cold enough for a reptile down here? No offense, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was funny. And then Jakeem's like, why would you say that? You're my lady. Um, Alana, you did it. I did it. Yeah, I did it. It only took 11 tries. Hey, that's still, that's still one me. more than me. So, uh, so Pat, I like Rick, I like Rick coming, Rick, Rick coming in and be like, "I need your guys' help." <laughs> I like that part. Rick's Rick, strong enough to know he needs help. The Rick, the Rick intervention, Rick intervention. Yeah, yeah. I do like Pat's flamethrower. I love that. Why does yeah. he even have that? It's it's no, no, no. He right. made it out of stripe. Yeah, he took it off yeah. the stripes. finger. Oh, nice. It's stripes nice. finger, but yeah, yeah. So that, that was great. He looked cool. That ass, yeah. Very it's 80s interesting. It's, I thought it's interesting on this show that they're all kind of on board with the idea that we should that they should kill Jordan. There's no like Batman debate over whether killing is wrong. Did you guys notice that? No. Uh, I think they've kind of gone beyond that. <laughs> and beyond. Well, in, in my nah. DC comics, they would they would discuss that. We discuss this in a committee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. They're okay with Mike killing him. Well, yeah. it's not, that wasn't that wasn't premeditated. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was it, the heat it's of battle. It's, yeah, I agree with that. It was not premeditated. It was the heat of the moment. But the I heat mean, of the battle. He still ended up dead, which is the important thing. God damn it. Yeah. This one's tough. I um, well, whatever. So he so he so Pat goes and the idea is that he's on board with killing Jordan. Yeah, I, I think what the superheroes said to do is we need to take him down. And whatever happens in the process of taking him down, we can't you know, be held responsible. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see so how it then, goes. All right, so then we get our big reveal that Dragon King is in the gorilla body and Ultra Human is in Sylvester's. And I need you guys to mansplain something to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is obviously a, a great reveal. And very exciting. But yeah. In the Dolores Winters flashback, they make a big deal of Dolores pulling her hair back to reveal a scar <laughs> on her oh, skull. Oh, come on. And obviously, uh, Joel McHale's hairstyle means yeah, there's, there's no way to hide that skull. Mm-hmm. What? WTF. Well, Matt, think about it. That was in the 40s. Yeah. And we have better technology now for brain mm-hmm. surgery. That's right. And and didn't they do it themselves? And doc- this time, Dr. Ito helped. Dr. Edel probably can do it better. Oh, yeah. He's so good about it. Perhaps. Perhaps, Doctor. Yeah. <coughs> no, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big, massive discontinuity or anything. I was just uh, wondering about that. Yeah, dude. You know what would have been cool is if they, is if like, you, Joel McHale like parted the back of his hair and you could see the scar just so that they come back to it. Yeah, maybe later. Yeah. Uh, the back of his hair. Yeah. Like he like lifted it up or something. Like or he, he like detaches his, detaches his hair or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh. If I were Joel I wouldn't be like, don't mess with my hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have going for me. Yeah. It's like, I need it for the community movie. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So that was interesting. And then I like I I did like how Courtney figured out that he was bad because of the limiter. He was like she was like, why would Sylvester tell you to do something that would be bad for you, unless he's evil? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rich is an asshole. So anyway, speaking well, of yeah. Sylvester <laughs> being bad, I put in the chat yes. my proof. I want to call that, and I I predicted it. <laughs> well done, Alana. <laughs> well, well, you should post it on Reddit. Proof. No, I'm not doing right. that. Did the internet figure it out way like episodes ago? Like, is it kind of like a Westworld thing where like the internet collectively figured it out? Your chat, so you can see it too. This is the proof. No, nah. I, I don't know if the internet figured it. I mean, statistically speaking, somebody on the internet must have figured it out. I'm sure someone has. Yeah. But if, if if one person did, then more. It's like have. monkeys on the typewriter. Shakespeare, right. exactly. They're gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, Rob, you hit me, you bastard. Okay, but yeah, so, no. so what do we think oh, about good. the part where he was burying Pat alive while monologuing? I thought was that was great. a little bit much. It was great. I, I kind of liked it. It was, cla- it. It was classic so villainy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like the part where it shows him from behind and he's talking, he's digging, and then he suddenly realizes that it's full, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I love that part. Hmm. The, the, it, it did seem kind of I guess this is a nitpick I don't mean to be kind of negative but I didn't it felt like it was Sylvester had turned evil not someone else was pretending to be Sylvester if that makes well, sense apparently Sylve- he was so lost in the role of Sylvester that he uh-huh. was Sylvester that he kinda, even was yeah. evil Sylvester I kind of laid the groundwork there where he and I like that I like that part too where he's like going crazy he like he's like he can't doesn't know who he is and he's like losing track of who he is. I like yeah. I liked everything about it. Star Girl's yeah. such a great show. <laughs> yeah, I actually really liked it and I loved his monologuing because it really tr- truncated how long you expect him to be shoveling for, mm. and it really just condensed mm. everything and it just kind of wrapped it up in a nice little bow, but at the same time made us so we don't have to sit here watch him shoveling for half hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very it's true. fun watching him shovel. He's like, then throws it on his face. I don't know. It's just like he's having a lot of fun with it, Chip McHale. Yeah, no, it was good. And and it did, I I agree that he didn't really act. He, it's not like he went through a completely different personality shift once he revealed that he was the ultra humanite, which he probably should have. But that's okay. I'm still along for the ride. At least give him some kind of funny accent. I also yeah. like how they explained why he like traveled around the country for so long instead of just showing up at. Pat's house. Be like, yeah. Pat, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. He's a lot. Is actually, you've had the mid Atlantic accent. Transatlantic hey. accent? Transatlantic accent. That's Both, both are correct, Alana. Are they? Oh. Yeah. Get bent. It's, you get bent. Two terms for the same thing. <laughs> I, I looked that up because I was curious as well. Um, yeah. Speaking of transatlantic accents, did you guys know that Catherine Hepburn had a, a brownie recipe? And yep. you can find it in the New York Times cooking, and I've made it, and it's pretty good. I knew, I knew that. I absolutely knew that. I did not. Oh, know yeah, that. because your wife went to Burn Mar. Yeah, they worship Catherine Emperor there. Yeah, Jay, wrong way. No, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a weed thing, isn't it? Weed? No, it was the real just, brownies. Just, just regular old brownies. Regular brownies. Oh, okay. They only have like a quarter cup of flour, which is kind of interesting. Well, she's a skinny lady. Jay, you got to mm. go left. Wrong way, no, Jay. He's trying oh, to get the crab. Oh. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, so it was a really good episode, even though there wasn't a lot of Stargirl. Man, that kind of made it better. It, people were also like, oh, this explains why he picked a fight with the Shade for, like, no reason. It doesn't, though? Try, cause, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Shade would have, like, maybe figured it out. Oh, yeah, he's trying yeah, to get like, rid of Shade? Yeah, just like okay. he said, for everybody else, he's trying to make sure they had don't want to follow up out. Also, also, he doesn't like any of them, any of the ISA, except apparently for Jordan. Well, he he likes Doctor Ito, right? A oh, lot. Well, so okay, yeah, I guess that's Thank true. That's you. like that's like half the ISA right there. I thought he had beef with the ISA. <laughs> well, the, the ISA told us that he had beef with them, right? So <laughs> maybe not. They're, they're villains. They you know, <laughs> villain didn't tell the truth. Yeah. Wow. This is shocking. I know, this is brand new information. I also, did like the, the Ultra Humanite's motivation, too, where he's like, I want I want the love. Mm-hmm. It's a good villain motivator. Also, the part where the three of them meet up was pretty pretty scary. Oh, yeah, I like that I thought part. it was pretty it, effective. I feel like it, it, did ha- it has really raised the stakes a lot. Because mm-hmm. before, 
again, in the previous episode, I was like, man, I know how this is going to go. They're going to forgive Jordan. They're going to all, all of them are going <laughs> to work together and they're going to fight the ultra humanite. It's going to be boring because the ultra humanite is going to be like outnumbered six to one. And mm. it's not going to be an exciting finale, but they said it's the tension. And now it has a ton of tension because Dharaman is a bad guy and uh, and Icicle and Ultra Humanite, they're all on the same side. And meanwhile, who do we have on our side? Courtney with no rod. Rick, who's like a drug addict. You know, yeah. Right. Stripe is destroyed. Jade's and, probably going to show up. Yeah, they're going to bring all their what? friends back. It's going to be exciting. I mean, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Sandy, the Golden Boy, is going to show up. Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> Uh, no, but the uh, the um, what was I gonna say? I also think it was interesting because in the in season one and well, season one was like the whole the whole world was gonna get destroyed. So I'm glad that they're not trying to up the stakes for that one again. You know, again. Oh boy, more jetpacks. <laughs> hmm. No. What oh, the fuck? I already fucked it up. Fucking jetpacks. No. No. Oh, oh shit. So um no. actually guys so so the the finale aired last night. Yeah. Or tonight rather. Um Jesus. do you see folk, do you see folks any interest in getting to the get, get it in person to watch it? Uh, Don't all answer at once. Potentially. Zach's on, Zach's on great I'm not working energy. That's I just right. oh, this whole sucks. This whole is sucks for us. So, so the next thing we're here okay. to discuss is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, Zach, you're off. You're off duty. No more suggestions. <laughs> oh, honey, you didn't like it? Why you guys liked it? <laughs> I yeah, it. that was all right. Are you it's serious? A lot of, again, your heart is stone. <laughs> <laughs> you're Literally, like, everybody like... in this was phoning it in, especially Chris Pratt. Groot looked like a weird, like, roided... Oh. Like yeah. suit thing. <laughs> it like me, look like Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Sorry quite face. fat enough, but it was pretty close. I definitely <laughs> admit that Chris Pratt phoned it in. No, here's here's why I liked Alana. Kevin Bacon. Uh, he was phoning it in too. No, he wasn't. I thought yes, he was. He was. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Rob, this is his biggest role in years. Now he wasn't phoning it in that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't think he was phoning it in. I think <laughs> he agreed. So he he. He wanted to perform his song, <laughs> his music. Yeah, so. that was ridiculous. Was, like, there were a yeah, lot of songs. That's like the, I'll give you that. That was like probably his main thing. They probably went, Kevin, we want you. Can I perform? I thought it was a... A, can, can my band perform? One of my coworkers told me a story once where he was at a bar and there that band was performing, Kevin Bacon's band. And he goes up to Kevin Bacon and he doesn't really, he's like, you look familiar. Are you... <laughs> Are you well known or anything? And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm an actor. I've been in movies and stuff." He's like, "Oh, okay, okay, that's cool." <laughs> oh wow, nice. Wow. Okay, so anyway, I, I like your keep Kevin Bacon hum, humble. That's right. So, so I like the Guardian special for three reasons. One, the Pogue song, especially yeah, at yeah. the end. At the end, it was it was like amazing. <laughs> Second, I liked how low stakes it was. Mm-hmm. Like. It wasn't about yep. the universe blowing up, which is exactly how a holiday special th- should be. And third is that it was explicitly about Christmas. They didn't do the Star Wars holiday special thing where they're like, it's a very special time of year for many different sorts of people. No, they committed. This is about Christmas. See, I I didn't like that, actually. Because yeah, because... Because if it's like, going to be about Christmas, then just man up and call it a Christmas special. <laughs> to call yeah. it a holiday special and then have it be entirely about Christmas is just, <laughs> I, I'm, I feel hoodwinked. Like, if it's going to be about Christmas, just call it a Christmas special. Get wrecked, Zach. I, I you know, it's a good point. <laughs> I prefer to look on the bright side, though, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Jay, I have a quick question for you. Um, okay. I, I need you, as our Marvel expert, I need you to explain something to me. I don't remember Mantis being this much of an asshole. Oh my god, Mantis was terrible. Drax was terrible. Alana, what? please, I'm asking Jay. <laughs> Mantis wasn't this much of an asshole, though, that's for sure. Well, um, so I talked to, really quick, Jay, before you answer, uh, I talked Jay, to... Jay, here's a question, but before you answer... Well, I just wanted to... Okay, actually, yeah. I'll let, that's a good <laughs> point, ahead, Matt. Go I'll ahead, let go you... God damn oh, it! Okay, so I talked to Christian and Carolyn about that today, and they their explanation was she was written by James Gunn. 
you haven't seen her written by James Gunn in a while because she's been in the crossovers. The crossovers? Oh. Oh, like, yeah, in, she was in, in like Infinity War. Does she have any lines in Infinity War? She has like at least one line in <laughs> Infinity War. Okay. She is like a kind of a big part in Infinity War because she tries to make Thanos fall asleep in that one right. part. Yeah. So anyway, Jay, yeah. uh, thoughts? <laughs> I think that's a pretty valid and accurate statement, honestly. Um, yeah. It, I mean, in the comics, she's <coughs> a lot more. There's a lot more to her. Like she's mm. she's a whole lot more powerful. Like she's a well more way more trained um and like she's just a, and she also yeah she's not an asshole but she definitely has more spark to herself than here than mm-hmm. uh this, but yeah definitely <laughs> james gunn had has a different perspective on what to do with her yeah i mean it's been a lot i've only saw guardians 2 once and that was when it came out so i, I can't say i remember it that well but I just remember because that's the one where she's introduced. So I just remember her being like, "Oh wow, you know everything's so so fun and so nice and yada yada yada." And here she's like, "Give me your money, random person. Thanks." Yeah, right. value that, that, money. Part, that part was weird. Yeah, but she's like, "Give me all your money." I think I think they were supposed to be written as like aliens, so they don't understand human customs, which is AKA they're being assholes. Right. I think mm-hmm. that was the idea. Yeah, I, I she's agree. an asshole to Drax, who she's supposedly in love with. Well, it never really? says that what? she's not in love with. What? They're gonna they're gonna get together. It's telegraph. You're supposed to go down, by the way. Zach, a man and a woman can spend time together, or a weird alien woman and a weird alien man can spend time together. They don't have to necessarily get together. So you guys, a- aren't aren't they lucky that Manus and Chris Pratt didn't sleep together? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that they this like is a did. real Luke Skywalker situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always thought they did. It was just off camera. Um but no, wait, no what was he I loves Gamora. He only has eyes for Gamora. Yeah, so there's a part in T- Guardians 2 where, where Drax is like, wow, this place is so beautiful, just like you, Mantis. Right? You wait, remember really? That? Yeah. I thought, so. I the joke was like, he was like, you're so ugly or something. Yeah, yeah, no, he I specifically calls her ugly, like beyond he, ugly. That's right. He says that, but then later at the end, he changes his mind. He says you're not as ugly. <laughs> you're not hideous. Right. I don't right, know if right. that yeah. qualifies as. So, I mean, it's love. No, I think in James I mean, Gunn's was like married and stuff. Didn't he have like a? Didn't he have like a family? Yeah, yeah but they're dead. Then they all. And then Thanos killed them. Yeah, yeah but he yeah. Can't, he's not moving on. And then he never talked to Thanos in the movies. Yeah, mm. he never got his Adigo Montoya moment. No, never. Well, you know, there's a lot of people who wanted time with Thanos. They couldn't. There wasn't room for everybody. Yeah, he's not a major enough character. <laughs> No. Uh, so yeah, other things. I I like the part where they're like Kevin Bacon is an actor. Ugh, disgusting. Oh my god, that was so. That was the best part. Cringe. No. It no. Just going no. and going and going. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm James Gunn. I'm gonna make fun of actors. Aren't I was, clever? It was amusing the first time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. That... It went too long. Yeah. One one time. Too it's long. interesting that you say that a lot because I do agree that a lot of the humor in Guardians is very like smarmy and in that respect, but uh-huh. I mean, that one part I didn't mind. That's weird. Well, I liked it because it reminded me about how back in like the Middle Ages, actors were considered like the lowest profession. <laughs> okay. Right? You know I don't about? know. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, no, like, like Shakespeare time kind of. Yeah. Thing. It's like to be an actor is like you can't it's like you're not good enough to do anything else, basically. And then also, um when Mantis like it disgusts me when he pretends to be someone that he's not. I, I like that. It's pretty oh, deep no, I, stuff. I, 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 found it, I, I found it funny. I found it funny. No, I didn't mind it. Did you guys like the music in general? Like, it wasn't no, as catchy really. as I thought it'd be. No, I didn't uh, like. I didn't like the. I didn't like the Christmas. I didn't like the the the, the first song by the random band. I didn't. I didn't like that part. The, the 97s. 97s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. was the 97s. Also. Yeah. Are they a well-known band? Am I out of touch? That Kevin Bacon's band. No. No. Are they? Like Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I just remember seeing them in the credits. I don't know. I'm not familiar with them. I mean, literally, this, this, the beginning of this is like, hey, we're gonna make the audience listen to a made-up Christmas song that isn't good. 
wasn't right. so bad. <laughs> well, it was I the like, opening credits. I did yeah. think that they, I, um, they, they did have something for everybody. They had Christmas. They had Christmas for the Christians, and they had extreme violence against LA cops for the for the leftists. Yeah, that, I thought that was an interesting choice where they have cops shooting at Drax. I understand it's a superhero tradition, but yeah. well, and and. It, and yeah, and then they made like Drax is supposed to be kind of like the like the the one who is more rough around the edges. But I'm surprised that they had Mantis like gleefully beating up cops. Yeah, That's what I mean, she's like an asshole for some reason, and not just to him. Well, maybe James Gunn is like he's been writing peace Peacemaker for too long. <laughs> you know, I also thought it was kind of strange where they're like coming over LA in their spaceship and the people are like, oh my god, a spaceship! Blah. It's like, really? You guys <laughs> yeah. were blipped and like, you know, all kinds of crazy shit has been happening well, lately and that's what's freaking you out? Well, that's another superhero tradition. Really freaked out. They were just noticing it. I thought right? one of the girls was like freaking out. Mm. Freak out. Do we have to go into this octopus mouth? That's, yeah. yep. this, this other superhero tradition is that no matter how much crazy shit happens, this, people always it's return so to creepy. the status quo. Yeah, I mean you. Yeah, I mean you're always gonna freak out when there's aliens coming because then what? You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, all the PTSD like Robert right. Downey. I like the part where she tries to hug Captain America. I like that part. What? Well, does she even like know Captin America? Yeah, they were in yeah, some Steve. So I mean, yeah, that doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Everybody knows each other. Yeah, she was there at the end. They're all the of funeral. The Thor. Yeah. She was, the, she was in the she needs help scene. I'm gonna hand I'm gonna uh, hand cannon that she's they got slept help. together too. Yeah, I'm gonna head cannon it that they slept together as well. Gross. Uh, Captain America. It's official, <laughs> Captain America Fox. Yeah, right. It's, right. It's official, Captain America Fox. Yeah, of Thank course you. it does, but it's not Mantis. Why not? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it, I I do think it was interesting because yeah, the last time she's had Mantis had a lot of screen time was in guardians too and that one she was basically like a child right she was like all innocent and pure and kind and nice. no world experience born sexy yesterday the trope yeah yep look basically the best character in guardians of the galaxy is nebula and she was not in it enough no nebula is not the best no nebula is is the the best character character. no you guys are wrong she hates everything that's right That's why I like her. She's such a trucker, but she's like, this time I will kill Gamora. And she never does. Yeah. She's like, she's like Worf. Yeah. You just kind of like Worf. She sucks. She's a, she's no, Worf. you guys suck. No, she's <laughs> good. I'm with you, Lana. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Everybody likes her, and I don't understand why. It sucks. Well, how could you not? I did. I like the Kevin Bacon home invasion part. You can call me a sucker. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. I thought I did a good job. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I actually enjoyed that part. Um, is there, what do you think? You've been kind of quiet. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I assume you liked it in general, though. I did enjoy it. Uh, no, like I said, I, I enjoyed the break-in scene. Um, yeah, I mean, in comparison to the most recent stuff, um, I also was like, Mantis is a little odd. But Mantis is also an empath, so it, she feeds off of other people's emo- like states, too. So like being around um, Drex constantly would probably put her in like that weird mantic mantis <laughs> mantic state mantis yeah um so it kind of sort of makes sense but yeah it it's definitely felt still a little odd it was nice to see her showcase with uh more abilities than just sleep but like <laughs> she could actually like run around and like be athletic and fight and stuff that was take, nice take away see. people's consent yeah oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, so she's been hanging out with the Guardians for like how possibly years now. So I mean, like, that's gotta affect her. Oh know, yeah. View on things. <laughs> yeah, it's I guess. Of... I guess this a Christmas special is not the time to make drastic character changes. Yeah. You know, like nobody else is particularly different. Though mm. it, it was interesting how they were hanging out at nowhere a lot, which makes me wonder if that's going to be. I didn't watch the trailer for three. If that's going to be a major plot element. It's well, probably they already had the set. There was a trailer for it. Yeah. 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 Oh. What is nowhere? I, I'm not. Gonna nowhere figured... used to be the collector's home. Yeah. Where okay. he had. Oh, all they the said things. that. You're right. They said yeah. that. I figured the plot was just going to be like the hunt for Gamora. That's what. The I hunt for a green Gamora. The search yeah. for Gamora. Yeah. Guardians three. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And then the voyage home is the last one. How do right. we get Gamora to experience character development so she's like the other Gamora? <laughs> Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought yeah, I um, thought it was fine. Yeah, it was so, cute. Some of the one second, sorry, the one of the, some of the humor, some of the humor was cringy and dated. Like the joke where he's like, "Okay, Kevin Bacon, I'm gonna let you go. You're not gonna run away, right? Right? Okay, I'm gonna let you go, right? You're not gonna run away, right? They let him go and he runs away. It's like yeah. that joke is as old as dirt. It's still funny though. No, it wasn't. It was old. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. Sorry, Alana. How did we end up? Back that up was here? so lame, Jay. I seriously. Ogi. <laughs> so lame. I'm very upset by this. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. You got a long way to go. Again. So, anyway, Jay, you were saying? Um, yeah, take that. Haha. Also, the whole thing about the whole thing, the whole Kevin Bacon like idea, I thought it was I thought it was well executed, it was fine, but it's not original. Like it reminded me a lot of that part in Zombieland where they're like, "We need to go see the greatest human being of all time." It's Bill mm. Murray. So right, mm. it's so like Guardians tries to play two ways. One, they're like, "We hate actors. Actors are the worst." But on the other hand, like we worship actors, and they're so right. Great. Yep. The, yeah, the part where uh, Nebula says, "I guess all actors aren't pieces of shit," was kind of weird because I was like, you know. This was this was mostly family friendly up until that point. Maybe I'm weird. I just kind of, kind of threw me. I thought that it would be all. No, I don't think I don't think it was family special. friendly up until that part. I think there's another part where they uh -huh. curse or something like that. So I don't know. Okay, well, it, it is weird because it's like I think they're like lampshading that actors are ego egotistical, mm -hmm. which but I think everybody knows. I think people who care enough to know that know that, and also the whole point. It's like Hollywood talking about themselves. Yeah. Right? Like yep. they're they're like don't talk to us about how, what actors are like. Like you're supposed to be acting and entertaining us. I didn't think about what actors were like until you brought it up. I I mostly was curious to know if Kevin Bacon had anything to say about living in the Marvel universe and interacting with Marvel characters. It turns out he didn't. Nope. <laughs> well, you know it's, it's like, not the real Kevin Bacon, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why it's interesting, is that it's the Kevin Bacon who lives in the MCU. Like, did he get snapped? How yeah. does he feel about living in a world with aliens in it? Did his wife Kira get snapped? Right. <laughs> Has he done a movie with Tony Stark? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. besties. Yeah. I don't know. So that was a little bit disappointing. I would have liked to have heard a bit more about that. But he also, that, like, demonstrates, like, no curiosity. He isn't like, where am I? I'm in space. Like... He does a little bit of that. <laughs> well, he was like, a little bit of guys. But yeah, he does a little bit. But also, through most of that trek into nowhere, he's still under the influence of Mantis. So like, right. he's still kind of out of it. Yeah, but you could, you could be under the influence and still be like, wow, what's going on? Like, who are you guys? Again, again, it's a it's a it's a old dessert comedy trope that a character wakes up and they don't know where they are and they immediately scream at the top of their lungs, even though most people probably I mean, we don't <laughs> know what people would do if they woke up on an alien world. But suffice to say, I don't think screaming is necessarily it's funny, the reaction of choice, but it's oh, it's funny. Right. Look at Kevin break bacon freak out. Yeah. So so the mo so this special it's not even a movie. It's only like 45 minutes long. Um yeah. it takes in multiple like Matt says, it takes in multiple tropes. It's it's a hodgepodge mix mash of all the various Christmassy old school Christmas movies. You get yeah. references to like a whole bunch of different things. So that's why, like, there's uh, things don't feel congruent because it's literally that's like kind of the point. It's it's them going, hey, remember these holiday specials? Do you remember that when this happened in this holiday special? You remember this? Mm. So it's almost not supposed to feel congruent. It's supposed to feel like disjointed. Yeah, because mm. it's just a hodgepodge. It's strictly a mix of other movies put yeah. together. I mean, what do you think of the animation at the like the animated part in the beginning? It was because they couldn't get Michael Rooker to be there in person. 
Yep. I thought it was uh, yeah, really I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I assume, I assume so. so. I definitely assume so. I don't see no, why Michael else Rooker's they would do it like busy that. though. Like they could get Chris Pratt, but they couldn't get Michael Rooker. Like I, I don't know. No. Yeah. So yeah. Michael Rooker's like I don't want to put on the makeup. It's yeah. about contracts. So this, this was filmed like while they're filming Guardians Three, and Michael Rooker's not in Guardians Three because his character's dead. So That's they couldn't. True. Chris Pratt is there. Wow. He's already in the Star Lord costume. So. But it had like a cool '70s look. I don't know. I like the little it, yeah. So key look to it. Yeah. It's actually a callback. It's a callback to. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm just like. Or a yeah. reference to, um, an older Christmas special. Uh huh. It's like from so, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, it's a direct reference to like even that animation style is calls harkens back to like that time, that Christmas special time. Figured it was probably two birds with one stone. We don't have to pay Michael Worker as much, and we get to animate some stuff. And yeah, you get to set that it's in the past with a different visual. And you don't have oh. to pay for a kid actor as much. They should have done it in the like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer style. Claymation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Claymation. Claymation. That, would be, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. 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 That was a real missed opportunity. Like like a community did. What do you guys feel about um oh, that's the worst episode of community? What do you guys feel about him being given his trademark duo laser guns? I was fine with it because I don't. Really I don't care. care. I don't care. It's not Han Solo. I don't care. I forgot those are like <laughs> even his guns. It's like, oh yeah, they're not I exactly enjoy. iconic. His iconic oh, guns. Dare How dare you say that a lot? All the Marvel fans are mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. Right? All the one Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah, Jay's, yeah, this Jay's one. Mad this one. Jay's Marvel fan enough for all those of us. Star Lord blasters are going to be in the Smithsonian right next to Dorothy's red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they should have given him really his a mask. child's kitchen. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Speaking well, of characters, I did like the dog. Yeah. Oh, so, what, so the dog, the talking dog, the talking dog. If you're like me and you've only seen two once, it kind of comes out of the dog. Kind of comes out of nowhere, right? Am I right? It's one of the things <laughs> the collector good had. Good pun. Good pun. Good joke. Woo, good reference. What? I don't get it. What? Because because the dog was in nowhere. Yeah. The so dog comes out of nowhere. I know that the dog nowhere. was in the collector's part, but that means the dog had to join the team, talk, has to. No, the dog's says. like I don't know if the dog's on the team. The dog just lives there. Okay. They rescue the. They rescue Cosmo. Yeah. When? When they took over nowhere. Yeah, it was one of. The, when was that? Was, he or she was one of the collectors. <laughs> Off screen, <items>. Matt. <laughs> they they specifically say that like while they're all talking. Uh, in the beginning, when they were all on that balcony, about how th- they took over no, well, they bought nowhere from the collector who seemed to want to get rid of it pretty quickly and on the cheap. And mm. which case, then they had a whole lot of work, including taking care and rescuing Cosmo, yeah, and built rebuilding up all the stuff. So it, it's sp- explicitly said, <laughs> yeah, all in right, the yeah. beginning. Yeah, I like I like Cosmo. What do you guys he's think about what's up? I think it's like more important than the comics of the, of the few I read. He seemed like in the comics, deal. he has a decent amount of yeah. Isn't it a she? Is it a female voice? Well, it's a computer voice, it's like computer Siri. female voice. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys feel about Bucky's arm? I being did not like that at all. It was dumb, <laughs> it was really dumb. It was definitely dumb. Why was it dumb? him trying to get Bucky's arm joke is pretty funny and it was an Infinity War. Um, but this is just like dumb. It's like, what next time you see Bucky's not gonna have an arm? It doesn't make any sense. I assume he has multiple arms. I found that joke of him really arms are expensive. And him, the joke of him collecting body parts was fun, was no longer funny the second time it was made in the first Guardians movie, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Anything so involving is, Bucky is boring. It's just to say that it is played out <laughs> now is under understating it, hmm. in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. And then who was the one who gave like the little figurines to everybody? Groot. Groot. Um, oh, this is Groot. Groot. Okay. Groot, who looked so weird. Like his yes. suit looked so fake. <laughs> He's CGI. He was CGI Groot. He wasn't CGI. It was like a suit. It was absolutely made out of foam. Yeah. Oh, neat. In that case, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I no. thought it was bad CGI. I, I mean, no, I also I didn't like I didn't like that part one. because Groot made, <laughs> made it like dioramas of things that happened in the episode. 
So it was like, remember that iconic moment when we were chasing Kevin Bacon down the road? Yeah. Wasn't that amazing? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Well, and also, Gru wasn't there for that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so what I thought it was amusing about that was, one, it shows that group put his shit together last second like because he would all yeah. have only have known had he listened to the stories and the only time they still the stories <laughs> at the end so he's literally sitting there listening to the stories going uh what do i do what do i do you know what i'm gonna take a piece of me and make this diorama so i thought that was kind of cute to show his personality of yeah he's kind of a half-asser and it's pretty cool to see um <laughs> Then the other part of that whole thing was uh, it showcases that he's got some talent. We we knew. I guess. I guess. I thought this isn't a world where people can like fix spaceships and you know break into tombs. But yeah, he can make little shitty little dioramas. Well, I mean, he's a kid. He probably grew them out of his toes. First of all, he's a teenager. He was a teenager. He was a teenager in Endgame. He's still he's a teenager. Older now. Either way, teenagers should be able to make something better. Oh, I don't sure. know. I'm going to remember that. that for your Much children. Dead. Yeah, yeah, you should remember that. <laughs> um, all right. Any any other comments about the Guardians Holiday Special? I like, appreciate Sean Gunn, like the uh, the guy, the Mohawk guy. I think. Oh, you don't like Sean his... Gunn? You don't yeah. like Craglin? He's not I going anywhere. Deal. Uh, there's too much of him in that. I was just like, we have other actors. But Craglin... Oh. And they had a nice reference to Taserface. A.K.A. the most hilarious joke you've ever heard. I, I like that. There's somebody named Taserface. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I, I like it. That joke works on me like the fifth time, too. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I just like that they had a present for him. I thought that was funny. Yeah. It worked right. Like, he was such like a big it. thing. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed seeing the reference to Taserface. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that one, it shows that there's been a significant amount of time between the last times we've seen them. Uh, but we don't know necessarily where in the timeline it necessarily it is. I pr- like the fact that uh, we're seeing that uh, they have a bunch new, they have new ships <coughs> and that they're continuing to evolve their team. Mm. That's true. But that was really cool to see. Heroes for everyone. Um, Eagle. All right. You guys ready for questions of the day then? Or did you have anything else? I guess I'm ready for questions (laughs) of the week. All right. Ooh, of the week. That's even better. Makes it sound much more important. All right. Well, we, at the time we're recording this, question number one, at the time we were were recording this, we are newly back from PAX Unplugged. So my question is, what is your favorite PAX moment? Or if you haven't been to a PAX, what is your favorite convention moment? That's that's like kind of a lot. Well, yeah. so so one one convention moment that I liked was the first Awesome Con. I met some new people playing Werewolf out in the uh, in the hallway after the yep. con was over. Oh, I, really? did, I think you were one of them. I think Christian was one of them too. Yeah. Wow. And that's and kind I, of a bad memory for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the first time. I, yeah, well, close to the first time, and uh, I was kicking ass. I was really good. I was like, "Look, you guys can kill me if you want. I'm not a werewolf." All right. And you were that's a werewolf. And I was a werewolf. It was amazing. Of course you were. Wow. Him with the wow. old reverse psychology. Zach with the reputation, like in Celestia. That weekend. <laughs> the other randos that joined us kept mm-hmm. hunting me down in the convention being like are we what time are you guys playing again can we, 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 we <laughs> like every like ha- 20 minutes i would get tapped by someone be like hey so uh is this we're gonna play in the same spot like the whole weekend like i could not get away from them <laughs> sorry Wait, why do i keep getting snapped back this sucks. You keep in the water, probably. No, I'm not. I'm on the green. That would be too. Do you hit the uh, water? A recent favorite PAX memory I have is probably playing Tokyo Highway with ZJ. <laughs> I don't know if we told that story on the podcast already, but was that at PAX East? Yeah, I was at PAX East last year. Uh, we were playing. T- you guys know Tokyo Highway is a dexterity game where you like make your. It's like you're building a you're building things out of pieces. Building and, a highway. Uh, it's like a. Hi- 
yeah, it's like roads and it's well, not the, like a card. They look like tongue depressors. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and one of the rules is if you break it, you have to put the structure back together again. Yep. And so I broke I broke the structure a little bit. And I was like, guys, you don't want to just restart. Like, I don't want to do it. And I was playing with ZJ, and ZJ was like, no, come on, get it together. Like, just put it back together. I want to <laughs> see how big of a structure we can make. I was like, I was like, fine, ZJ, goddammit. <laughs> so I made, so I put it all back together. And we're playing, we're playing. And then CJ breaks it like in a big way. <laughs> He's like, oh no. Now I know how you feel. I don't want to put it back together again. <laughs> that was funny. And you let him because you're a nice person. I know. I was like, now you know how it feels. Oh wait, great. I have a picture of that. It's like him holding his head in shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Where do we go from here? I don't know. So c- certainly the a bunch of the cheesy line reading contests is another favorite memory too, especially the first one in New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have any. I'm trying to think. Do we have any good? I guess meeting the Expanse guys at New York Comic Con two years ago was good as well. That was fun. Mm. Alan, uh, Rob had so many cons. Uh yeah, I well I guess my first San Diego Comic Con like going to Hall H and like mainly I guess I remember the uh trying to get into Hall H like I had to like sleep in the cold and like outside for like God I I must have been in line for like twenty hours I forget now uh mm-hmm. and yeah it it was worth it though I saw Tom Cruise in person and he was promoting Edge of Tomorrow and for some reason like Bill Paxton was like not on the panel but like in the crowd and he's like we should get Bill Paxton up here and then like he's like hey Bill and like Bill goes from the crowd I don't know if it was hey, like Bill. <laughs> hey Bill yeah. Bill 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 planned Bill, or what? Bill yeah but it was fucking weird Bill Paxton the science man that's cool that's cool yeah. Tom Cruise like doesn't do that shit anymore right Billy? I think he no, would. He ever like, he's that. he's desperate for attention now. I think he would honestly. <laughs> Is he desperate for attention? He just had like a he just had like a massive movie come out. Well, that's true. That's true. I guess like before he's that. desperate for attention. Like yeah, four months ago. I, I'm I'm living in four months past. Right. Oh, I was so close. I was so Oprah. close too. Then yeah. All right, Jay. How about you? I did it. A, po- a positive memory, Jay. <laughs> Oh, I was off uh, the rim. I was so close. Um, mine would be oh, first PAX East. Mm-hmm. Like the whole weekend. It was amazing all around. Uh, gosh, damn it. Uh, first, that was the first Pokemon bar crawl I did. Um, like, got to ha- and like, um, uh, that was also when it was in the other. Off the rim again, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh, you should have got that, man. Um, it was when the hotel was connected. It was at the old, older convention center. Um, I got to finally. Uh, yeah, I got to meet a bunch of Rooster Teeth people. I got to meet Will Wheaton uh, and have a conversation. I got to hang out with Robert Koo for a while. I had drinks and hung out with Jerry Holcomb and uh, the CEO of Bethesda Games for a while. That'll do it. For like 45 minutes, like just having (laughs) drinks with them randomly at the bar. Um, One more. One more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then... um, yeah, like that whole weekend was amazing. That night specifically was just ridiculous. The fact that like they were all right there and we all just got to I got to just chill with everybody was awesome. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I have to also I actually wait, I have a, I have a final answer. The payload tour. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good one. The that payload a, tour. That was, <laughs> <memory>. <laughs> that was so good. That cost us so much time at PAX. Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Compared to sleeping out, out in the cold, age. the cold San Diego air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, all right, right. Matt. What's the next question? Hey, I didn't right. answer you, jerk. Okay, Alana. You what's your time, answer? jerk? Yeah, that was kind of aggressive. Sorry, but you still, you're not listening. Listen. Uh, okay. Hey, so I thought of a couple. 
One, the time I met Dan Didio. Remember that man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. That was great. Um, I wasn't. Was I there too? You were there, I think. Um, on, what about the time you met Robert Ricardo? Oh yeah, that was at Kineticon. <laughs> oh my god, I was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him he wasn't very good on Smallville. No, you didn't say that. <laughs> I was thinking it. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, they felt it. I, they I, knew. He, he knew. He knew. They knew. Um, <laughs> is that? we met that doctor, the fat one. What? What? Which which doctor did we meet? And that oh, con Peter, Peter Davison. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, the other Baker, Colin Baker. Colin Baker. Yeah, we met him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I when I went to New York Comic Con with Isabella, we were at a panel, and Patrick Stewart came out to talk about some play he was in. But like, we didn't know he was going to be there, so mm-hmm. it was like a surprise. It was cool. Um, oh, the Gargoyles panel. By that I mean the Star Trek: The Next Generation panel. It's awesome. Con. Oh, that, about was, Gargoyles. that was great. That was the best panel we've been to, I think. Yeah, that was that was a great panel. This yeah. why is this whole so hard? Why can't too hard? It's because I'm distracted thinking about cons. Um, playing Dead Last with Zach's friends and ZJ's friends. Yeah, good time. That's a good one. Um. Playing a bunch of games with Andy Looney. <laughs> that was a packed South. He was we play tested this timebreaker game with him, and then we also played Pyramid Arcade. And Pyramid Arcade was so bad. Andrew and I like still talk about it. We'll like look at it on sale and be like, "Hey, I want a py- Pyramid Arcade." It's like, no, never Pyramid Arcade. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. No. Okay. You know <laughs> Flex. I know who Andy Looney is, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Pack South is good stuff. The, did I tell the you, River, river did I tell Walk you, is really nice. Did I tell you guys about the river time I, ye- I yelled at Patrick Stewart during a panel? Uh, I, kinda, I think I was no. there. I think I was yeah, you, were, you were there for that. So Zach and I were fairly close to the front row at, at Madison Square Garden for a uh, Picard panel. God help us. Yeah. And, uh, so they like they bring Patrick Stewart out. It's like too much ado, too much fanfare. He's like, he's like, I had to... D- he doesn't sound as old in real life as he sounds in Picard. But he's like, I had a joke prepared for when I was going to come out, but I don't think I'm going to tell it. I'm like, tell it! He's like, no, no, I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anna, you got yeah. a lot ready to go. Yeah, Very I was impressive. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah. Played Oceans. Play tested Oceans. Actually, that wasn't that great. Um... There's just like a lot of games. I remember uh, the old days of the Cookie Brigade where they used to give you the cookies for free. <laughs> I have one from when for Pax Unplugged when we got Falafel, and I was like, ah, this is amazing. Oh, from the Halal guys? Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, might have been the first Pax Unplugged or the second. No, we got what? it two years in a row. And one time I gave myself food poisoning by asking it by eating too much Harissa. Ouch. Why? Mm. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That sounds good right now. <laughs> Food poison. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Harissa. All right. Anything else, Lana? Um. Mm, we met the show upside down guys. We got some stuff signed one time. That wasn't actually that. That was fun. I mean, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess I'm done. I'll think about it tomorrow. Right. Or not. Do we have anything to talk about from this pack specifically? Uh, <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that offline. I don't think anything particularly notable happened this time. Other than I had a lot of friends. Other than once. free hero clicks, which was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Matt got a lot of free hero clicks. <laughs> it was amazing. Question number two. If you were a show creator and you could create a show that was a crossover between any two shows discussed on this podcast, which two shows would you pick and why? Mm, we have to go back and think about all the ones. Oh, wait, I have to look at my list of shows. I, so I, I, that being Star said, Girl, Picard, Titans. I know what I want. Match. Wait, do you guys want me to read it? I have. Yep. I literally have a list of all the shows we covered. No, sure. I, I went to say mine first. Fine. Which is The Boys and Watchmen. Interesting. Superheroes? Wow. Yeah, I want to see them come up with a plan to kill Dr. Manhattan. 
I guess the bad guy already did, but whatever. So the boys in something. The boys in Titans. Uh, okay, Alana, go ahead. Okay, thank you, Zach. Um, Alana, go ahead. Okay, so well, do you no. want me to read it or no? Oh, yeah, hang on. I, I have my answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Andor and Picard. <laughs> what? <laughs> All the hijinks and anger and, and like just the like nonchalant, like whatever. <laughs> like all the deadpanness would be horribly hilarious to me. <laughs> you replace I, Rios with uh, yeah. Rito, Andor. Rios is Andor. I think yeah. Picard is definitely has to be one of them because <laughs> it's so uniquely terrible. Hmm. Oh, imagine Agnes and all of them in L.A. with, but in San Francisco with the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think I was going to say Picard and Titans. Yeah, that's a fusion of terribleness, you might say. Yeah. We'd be like the okay. worst show of all time. All right, Wait, Alana. here's something I actually want to have happen. Okay. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett and the Bad Batch. Oh, get all the clones back together. That would actually be pretty good. Did you see yeah. the Bad Batch in live action? That'd yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hit me up, Marvel, Disney. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> there you go. WandaVision <laughs> and Picard. Mm. So wait, so, so Matt, yours was Titans and Picard. <laughs> okay, Rob, how about you? For like the worst show, for the best show, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, what's that? Like I forget the name actually already. The uh, the anime like little we like watched Visions. Oh, Pacific Pacific Visions, Rim of Black. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh. oh yeah. Oh Star Wars Visions. <laughs> yeah, like combine that with like maybe Titans, I guess. Like because there's actually like some interesting characters there like if you just made it into like short stories and not had to deal with the mess of the whole structure of trying to make I would that like to see an work. anime jason todd that'd be pretty funny yeah just him getting like murdered like you know that's the whole that's the whole little short yeah that, yeah that'd be cool okay no uh wait oh did you have one i can't remember i said the bad sorry okay all right, Matt, this is the third <laughs> question. Boba Fett and Titan and Picard crossover could be re- would be really bad, too. <laughs> it's like Picard and Tamora Morrison, they're both so old. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Okay, question number three. Would you rather sleep naked or wearing jeans? <laughs> or wearing what? Or wearing what? Jeans. 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 Would you rather sleep... Hold on, stop crying for a second. I can't. <laughs> would you would you rather sleep naked or wearing jeans? Naked. Naked. Nope. For me, it's jeans all the way, baby. Are you a never nude? No, I'm not a never nude, but I can't sleep. I, I, my boys need to be like contained while I'm sleeping. I can't have them hanging out. It should be more something more uncomfortable. It should be like khakis. I don't think khakis I are think less khakis uncomfortable. Are than khakis comfortable are more comfortable than jeans. Yeah, yeah. Same. you guys are weird. No. Just have some uncomfortable uncomfortable khakis, my man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's more like what they represent. What do they rep what, what? work? They work. <laughs> work. Yeah, work. I get work. it. I get it. Yeah. Uh Jay and Rob want to weigh in. Um <sighs> that's, a, that's a tough one, yeah. Because <laughs> jeans are so uncomfortable, but like I'm also a like I need clothes to like go to sleep too. So yeah. you can't I have I'll... your guys just hanging out. So an animal could come yeah. along and eat them. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. It's, it's like our good man instincts, Alana. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that was yeah. Bad. yeah, I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna go with jeans. Dad. Yeah. Ooh, all right, yeah. right. definitely. Yeah, I prefer at least something. <laughs> Great question, Matt. Thank you. Uh, all right. That settles that. Anything else you guys want to discuss before we go? <laughs> uh, next week finale of Stargirl. I can't wait. It, yeah. It's series finale. It's going to be so finale. hard to say goodbye. goodbye. Get ready to cry. Yeah. I teach will cry. Us how to say the goodbye. only live action depiction of our man that will probably ever exist. <laughs> Don't say that, man. Be in Black Adam too. You still have a lot of years left, dude. You could see it. Yeah, that's true. Then what else is on our docket? Exactly, there'll never be a Jack Knight oh. <laughs> live action Jack. <laughs> it's yeah, look that way. We talked about the schedule. I We're know. doing Titans yet next. I yeah. know. I wanted it announced. 
Oh yeah. right. Coming attractions. Meowns. Yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. we're doing Titans and then we're gonna do uh the Bad Batch and The Last of Us. Hey What? Wait, really? Uh, yeah, last yeah. Oh. So Jan- <laughs> The Last oh. of Us or Bad Batch is January third, The Last of Us is January fifteenth, and the Picard comes back in February. And I think Mandalorian also comes back in February. I was gonna say we we can't miss Picard. Mandalorian. Like Picard. No, we're, we're not missing Picard. Picard, Picard takes precedence. <laughs> yeah. Everything else gets <laughs> discarded in favor of Picard. But everything else is Picarded. Right. That's right. Go on. And on. and when we cover that, you can find us at Twitch.tv/slash/mcslanty and group up with us next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.